Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hey everyone, you're listening to The Public Affair with me, Andrew G. I see someone different every episode, but do me a favor, keep it between us. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your boy, Andrew G, and welcome to episode number 32 of my podcast, The Public Affair. Um, Of course, I want to start off by thanking everybody for all their support and helping The Public Affair reach episode number 32. It makes me really excited that you guys still look forward to every Monday when a new episode comes out and that you guys love The Public Affair. It makes me really happy. Thank you, guys. Um, And of course, shout out to Rogue Media Network with my producer, Mike Hamilton, who makes everything happen, and he's the best. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Before we get started, I would definitely, of course, want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors of The Public Affair. This episode is brought to you by Arjon Painting with my boy Juan Arjon. He's a family-owned local paint company that specializes in residential homes, both interior and exterior, offers the best quality, guaranteed, and a pretty sweet warranty. So if you need your home painted, make sure you call it my boy Juan Arjon with Arjon Painting. Thank you so much for sponsoring The Public Affair. Of course, it's a boyo box and audio with my boy Jeffrey Monreal. He focuses on installation of stereos, door speakers, and audio systems. He also specializes in building custom subwoofer enclosures and much more. He's kind of a jack-of-all-trades, and I'm still loving that Apple Play car area that he put in my car. Jeffrey, thank you so much for everything and for sponsoring The Public Affair. Of course, to Marcos Colero at Midway Nutrition. He sells meal replacement shakes located on Hewitt Drive. Offers tons of flavors. I had a PB pancake shake today. Super delicious for breakfast. So if you guys are looking into some meal replacement and you want to live a healthier lifestyle, definitely hit up my boy uh, Marcos Colero at Midway Nutrition. He's also a Public Affair alumni and they also have Waco Nutrition and Energy located on Spate. Thank you guys for sponsoring The Public Affair. I definitely want to give a shout out to B&J Refinishing with my boy Frank Biza. He focuses on resurfacing bathtubs, counters, sinks, tiles, and more to original showroom quality. Offers five years of warranty on most work and the best prices in town. So he's not going to break those pockets. My boy Frank is going to hook you up. So if you need any of that resurfacing work done, make sure you hit up B&J Refinishing. Frank also has Co-Town Tint, which is a mobile tint and detailing business. Offers the best high quality film and products and will be all competitor prices. He actually detailed my car with Co-Town Tint and it looks brand spanking new. Thank you so much, Frank Beiser. You're the best for sponsoring The Public Affair. And I can't go on without thanking David Santabanez with Alinea Real Estate. He's the number one sales agent in his office to help you buy a home or sell your home. Make sure you follow him on Facebook at David with Alinea or call the number on the screen for all of your real estate needs, darling. David, thank you for sponsoring The Public Affair. Another Public Affair alumni. I appreciate you so much. More to come later, darling. All right, so I'm really excited about my next guest. Speaking of public affair alumni, he used to sponsor the public affair when it very first started. And um, I don't even know why it's taken me so long to invite him onto the public affair because he's super awesome. We've got to hang out outside of the show. Um, real great guy. And I wish that we could hang out a lot more. I definitely want to introduce my friend, Ziad at Halabi with Cedar Sphere Digital Marketing. How you doing? Good, good. You Did I finally say your name right? Somewhat. You know what? Yeah, because you know when I used to do your ads, I used to fuck your name up all the time. <laughs> why don't you? How, and that's why. How do you appropriately <laughs> pronounce like your your full legal name? Like my mom says it. Yeah, like what your mom named you? Ziad Al Halabi. 
Uh, okay, so yeah. I, I just I, I just fucked it up a little bit. That's all. That's okay. not why you stopped sponsoring. You got you were booked out of clients. Stop this. <laughs> we're cool. Well, yeah. Thank you for coming on the show. How you been? Good. Good. I haven't seen you in a minute. The last time we saw each other, we were at Putters. It was a really fun night. Yes. Right. That was the last time we saw each other. Classic Glass. Then shout out to both. Putters. Yeah, I love those places. But you know, I think that was the last time I went out because after that night, I was like, really? I can't, I can't do that shit no more. I'm out. I love putters. Don't get me wrong. I love playing games and stuff like that. But like, I cannot be going out drinking drunk all night. And it was fun when I went with you because I, that night when I went with you, the public affair was fairly new. Like you were sponsoring at the time. And um, a lot of people came up to me that night and recognized me from the podcast. And were like, oh, my God, we watch your podcast and it's so much fun. And and I was with you. I was like, yeah, this is yeah, he's one of my sponsors. Yeah, this is, so it was like a really cool moment for me. So I really appreciated that moment. Oh, I liked it. And I was surprised yeah. you came out that night, too. I, I, I didn't was. take it seriously, but you did come out. No, because I was looking at Hot Mess Express. Like, I rolled out of bed. <laughs> I fucking rolled out of bed, Ziad, and then met you guys at Classy Glass. And then we went to, you know, went on from there. So um, it's really good to see you since then. And um, we got to talk on the phone recently. And I was like, you know, I don't know why I haven't had Ziad on the public affair. Like, he's obviously a successful tycoon in Waco. <laughs> And he's hot. It's like, so why would I not? <laughs> no homo, no. I'm not even gay. Like, yeah. I tell you, I'm if converting. you say no homo. Yeah, that means it's not a thing. You have like five seconds to say no homo. Like, me and yes. my friends talked about that. Yeah. So, <laughs> so listen, I agree. you bought some booze with you, and it's only Tuesday night, Ziad. Okay? What, what kind of booze did you bring for me? Uh, Johnny Walker Black. Oh, shit. I'm on a budget today, so. Is that going to make me sleep with somebody later? It could. Uh, can okay. I have a shot then? That's a side effect. Okay, of, let's yes. do it. Here, pour me a shot because you, okay, yes. Okay. But I, and you know what? I, just while you're doing that, I have to thank you so much because when the podcast started, you were one of the first companies to reach out to me to um, want to do sponsorship with Cedar Sphere. And, you know, I remember talking to you about it at Putters and you said the reason why you did it was because my voice was quote unquote infectious. And you saw that this podcast was going somewhere. And I just, I really have to thank you for, you know, doing that for me. You know what yeah. I mean? It meant a lot. It still means a lot for my sponsors today to be doing it because these are not cheap episodes. But um, at the time for you to have believed in it so early on, I really just have to thank you for that. So You're welcome. I really appreciate you. And it comes a lot because I do digital marketing. So I don't believe uh -huh. in other aspects of advertising, but okay. only if it's a good, you know, show to beyond so right. that's why you know i was like you know that's a, i gotta get on there oh wow he's gonna be somebody one day and i'm like oh thank you okay and there you go we're on 32 episodes <laughs> yeah. already i think when you first started sponsoring it was probably on the fifth or sixth episode or something like that yeah so thank you hey let's take a shot for old times shot with this black label hey, darling this johnny walker <laughs> if this doesn't make me sleep with somebody later i'm gonna be so pissed hey, off at you it says it on the back <laughs> does it say uh, let me see bound to let you sleep with somebody i'm in <laughs> oh. Oh. Holy it's not, shit. It's not too bad. It's not like Jack Daniels. It's oh, God. You know, I don't drink like that no more. Whiskey. Blah. Anyway, you can keep that. All right. Was, yeah, let's get into the show. <laughs> so uh, for anybody who might not know who you are, which if you guys go out to putters and shit like that, you know who Ziad is because okay. he's he's gargantuan. <laughs> Look at him. He's tall. He's handsome. Um, he's funny. Anyway, why don't you tell us a little bit about um, yourself? Okay. You put me out like that at putters. Huh? I, <laughs> I, I don't go out every weekend. No, that's not what Snapchat says, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you sure mean, you know how to party. How are we going to start with like the full story? Yeah. Or? Well, okay. Who you are, where you're from, all that jazz. Okay. I'm from yeah. Lebanon, Middle East. Uh, mm. I feel like I, I know pretty much everybody in Waco. Uh, did you grow up part. here? No, I moved here in 2010. Oh, May. wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's coming up. Awesome. Uh, I graduated from Waco High. Mm -hmm. uh, Waco High School. I like it. People yeah. talk a lot about it. People like eh, eh. People I go to school with, now I ask them back, and I've had people like that went to school with me yeah. say, oh, I've been homeschooled. And I'm like, I look at them like, wait, you went to Waco High together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I love Waco High. Uh -huh. I do marketing. I love selling stuff online, okay. stuff like that. I work with a lot of local companies in Waco, yeah. restaurants, yeah. big companies. So 
pretty much, you know, all boring me. <laughs> You're not boring. Listen, if you guys have ever been out with Yaz, Yaz, a fucking hoot to party with. Yes, you are. Shots. I was, I was nervous at first when I went to go hang out with you because, you know, I felt like I had to have this poise, you know, because I was like, oh, this is, this is a business relationship. And, you know, I don't want to fuck it up. And I don't want him to see me like the slutty side of me. You know what I mean? But he was, whatever. <laughs> Not, he wasn't being slutty. I think it's the he was thing. Just, I, that just, yeah. say about Lebanese people, very similar. Like, that's why I really vibe a lot with Hispanics yes. in Waco. It's, I feel like we're very similar. It's like, okay, I think so. Have fun. We're just rambunctious and fun. And, yeah. you know, Shakira, I believe she's somewhat Lebanese yeah. and yes. she's hot. Yeah. So everybody from Lebanon must be really hot because I need to move there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that Maybe that's where my man is. It's fucking <laughs> Lebanon. It's definitely not in damn America. That's for sure. Nobody wants to get with me no more. You know, um, I, I, I always recall how we met. And I don't know if you recall, but um, we have a mutual friend. Ricardo. Ricardo Benuelos, yes. who I love. Ricardo. I haven't seen him in so long either. I was just with him barbecuing Sunday. Excuse me. Why was I not invited? I wasn't hey. doing shit Sunday. I did another podcast, but excuse me, that, that took 30 minutes. Next time. No. No, the, the next time I ask, okay? I'm not inviting you. We do it every Sunday now. <laughs> oh, do you? We made it a tradition. Oh, can I? Because I want to see his kids. Oh, yeah, you I I, you are very close with his <laughs> yes. family, right? Because, yeah, his kids it are great. It costs me a lot of money. I got to bring him toys every time I go. Uh, do they see you I as an uncle somewhat? Yes. Yeah, oh, that's cute. Yeah, well, because yeah. you and Ricardo, I call him Rico. You guys are, are close. Pretty close. Yeah. Right? I mean, we've been friends almost like six years. Okay. Right? Yeah. yeah, I love Rico. I met him at a party that my friend J.R. Gaona threw so many years ago, back in my drunk slutty days. And um, there was a time I, uh, Rico needed a place to stay. He stood with me for like two days. Yeah. I might, and then remember, he got the apartment next Same to me. Yes. Yes. And so that's where I met Ziad. And I just, I remember him talking about you and then I you, we were helping him move because I bought him things for the apartment and then I saw fucking Ziad and I was like I then it's like I'm a little bit taller than Rico so not even no yeah much. well Rico's great too I love him I met the, the wife or the girlfriend one time have you met the kids I mean, I've his not kid met the like kids him. his kids are his twins I've not yes. met the kids yeah but I love Rico so that was um, great how we met and that was um, some years ago wasn't it yeah, uh, I, years at yeah, because it was. I think it was at my old apartment that I was living yes. in. Yeah, so yeah. it's been a long time. Anyway, okay, so um, you know, you recently just got back from a trip in Miami that you were telling me. How did that go? Because you know, COVID's like a thing. And did you get to see hot bitches, or what's going on with that? Miami was. Uh, <laughs> first of all, I think we went to the wrong area. Mm. Um, if you know me, you know oh, I, I don't like to. I like to spend money. I don't yeah. care. Did you go to Carol City? We went to South Beach. Uh, no, I love South Beach. It was yeah. <laughs> One, I mean, in some instances, maybe I'm used to Texas. Yeah. But you'd be in the Uber and people, you talk to the driver and yeah. they don't even talk back and it's like right. you know. But did they speak English? Because you know, no. there's a lot of Cuban people in yeah, Miami. That's another. Thing I, I, I lived I, there for like six months. That's so, yeah. another thing I, I, uh -huh. I noticed a lot of Cubans and even my girlfriend was with me and she uh -huh. was like, uh, I don't even understand them. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, and, she, and yeah. she's from Mexico. She's like, I can't even. They're talking too fast. Yeah, too definitely. Um, but overall, I mean, hey, it's a good experience. I don't travel much. Okay. I'm really more adventure. Yeah. Um, but as far as traveling, I mean, I did come from seven thousand miles away. But <laughs> that it stopped. That was there. nothing, right? We used to when we were kids. Now to uh -huh. be honest, my dad was an airplane engineer, so a lot of times we did get like free airplane tickets. Oh, cool. We would always go to like Abu Dhabi, Emirates. Yeah. Uh, Dubai. We, we kind of traveled in the mm. area that Kuwait. We lived Exotic. there for a little okay. bit. Okay. Uh, uh, but that was not in a tourist aspect. Yeah, of definitely. Like, hey, we're going to live here for a year and then we're going to go there. Right. Um, but yeah, Miami, but, I but love it. Were you able to get chocolate wasted in Miami? Chocolate wasted. <laughs> it's a term. Like okay. a, a term, you know, like did you get like effed up? As in drunk or like as in drunk? Yes. Drunk. I, I have no, to not sure. as in high. Oh Chocolate my god! Wasted. I've never been high in my in, life. By that, I've never been high either. I yes. don't use drugs. I don't um, use illicit drugs or nothing like that. Never have. No, I don't <laughs> think we got drunk. We okay. overdosed on food for sure. Oh uh, yeah, food was great. Did you go to Mangoes? We went to Pink Taco. That was the place we went uh, twice. Okay. It was it was really good. Food was really good. You, I mean, I, yeah. I think they have that. You didn't have a fun time because you did not go to Mangoes. There's a live video on my Facebook, Andrew Gomez, of me at Mangoes dancing with the singer because she was singing um, El Beso de Final by Christina Aguilera. 
like salsa version, and it's my shit. I fucking lost hey, my shit. Yeah, hey, I think it was more because of COVID. I mean, okay. a lot of places we went to, COVID was it was just dead. Not yeah, really sad to see, but right. places were not really. I don't think that's Miami. I mean, from no, what I've yeah. seen in like Bad Boys or movies, I mean, it's always either Miami or LA. Yeah, or Love and, and Hip Hop. Like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, some people watch that. It, was, okay. it wasn't like. It okay, wasn't. I got you. But it was fun. And weather's great. That's good. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I decided I didn't want to do any traveling while COVID was going on because you can't do nothing. Like I, I want to go back home to New York so bad, but my cousin always says there's nothing to do, and I actually have. Um, cousins that live in florida like yeah. an hour outside of miami and they're like don't even come there's nothing to do like you cannot yeah. do nothing like you can't even enjoy it you but know what i mean texas is the only state that doesn't care right yeah now. texas really doesn't care but that's why i fuck with the state so heavy because i am the <laughs> anyway it's texas yeah it's texas all right so why don't you talk to us a little about your life growing up so you're from lebanon yeah. now did you immigrate here what's the story with that it honestly took us we didn't do it the right way okay uh, which nobody does who cares <laughs> yeah. like no honestly well, we it's like so swim. tedious if we didn't do it the right way we had to swim y'all better start exercising because we swim yeah. <laughs> uh, but pretty much my uncle lives here he's lived here okay. for oh, i think pretty quite a while yeah um he used to live in kansas they moved to waco yeah i don't know why um but we did it through my dad to my uncle. I think took ten years of paperwork. Okay. Oh, um, wow. ten years. And nine eleven happened in between, so that okay. was like, oh, you're so never gonna get it. Okay. Um, but then eventually, we finally got it worked out. May two thousand ten. Right. When we arrived here. Right. Uh, Dallas Fort Worth came down to Waco. We lived with them for a couple of months. Then we mm. moved out. Um, and then really, that, that's where we kind of dispersed. Uh, yeah. It was me, my mom, my dad. Uh, my brother, my sister. So now, when you say that when 9-11 delayed it, like, the, and this might be such an ignorant question, but is it because you were from the Middle East and they're like, yeah. we're not letting nobody here? Or is it because like, we're not letting nobody fly? Like, what was the yeah. story behind I mean, that? It was pretty much like a shit show. I mean, really? I was young to know it, but I do remember okay. seeing it on TV. We're, we're playing downstairs and then we came up and it was on TV. Right. Even there was a big deal. Like, right. you know, especially from my dad being in a, in an aeronautical, like uh, a field, you know, right. he's a, he's a engineer. He knows that, oh, this is really bad. Okay. Um, things are going to change. Yeah. And then eventually yeah, it took a while and a while, um, which wasn't, I mean, in my opinion, growing up there, moving here, that's that's what we always looked up to. We always right. saw the end of the tunnel as coming to America. Really? Yes. Even oh, when wow. we were kids, we always thought, "Hey, I can't wait till I'm able to speak English there." And that, uh -huh. my parents prepared us beforehand. Right. Our English. We we took English there. Yeah. Uh, you can go two routes in Lebanon. You can do French mm -hmm. or English, and we chose Ooh. like the the English route. Right. Um. So yeah, we were prepared for it. Kind of. Okay. We always saw it as like the way out. So you guys grew up speaking English. Not at for the home. most part. I, I okay. Mean, to be honest, we were like kind of shy to talk speak it at home yeah uh, we learn it more of like school yeah. and then we practice it with like watching movies yeah uh, tv shows okay uh, doesn't ziad have that accent that's just like <laughs> <laughs> it comes out sometimes i love accents it's yeah restaurant i say okay. it sometimes yeah. but yeah we, we were prepared for it we expected right. it and then i don't know where it came up uh yeah kind of when i was like i think 15 when i first moved here okay so how did how did it finally happen you because after 10 years i'd be like listen we're fucking swimming like yeah. I'm upset. all right like get, yeah, get your paddles and your floaties and let's go because yeah. this is taking forever what how did you finally just end up getting here because like, eventually my uncle uh -huh. was a little bit more aggressive with over here with like the paperwork calling mm -hmm. and really doing more initiative yeah um and, and that and suddenly so it worked out and we had to go to the embassy there uh -huh. get tested they test you for like everything like, oh really like aids oh, okay any, any kind of any, anything you might have they test you there right um and it looks like a military base there I mean, oh you really go, yeah well, you go there. Scary. for the most part yes right. um and then yeah we, we packed our bags and, and and came here so so what's it like in lebanon for you or like i mean like because maybe people have this preconceived notion that oh it's the middle east like it's poverty like was that really what it's like or what, like as a child what, what's it like growing up there you know 
I, I feel like I gained more country pride when I moved here than okay. when I was there. When I was there, I'll be very honest, we were scared a lot of times. We, right. we were young. Um, you know, we lived through two somewhat civil wars. Oh, wow. We also lived through one war against Israel. Where uh-huh. They were kind of bombing. Right. Civil war is a little bit different. It's usually like, you know, AK-47s versus ak four. It's just bullets. Yeah, know, yeah. Where you really don't have to go to bunkers. Just bullets. You're like, just, yeah. Uh, I mean, no, but nobody should have to go you, through that. You somewhat yeah. know, know, you know, being that my dad lived through the bigger civil war okay. back in like 1970. Wow. Um, it, we would know. Like sometimes, you know, for instance, I think it was 2008. Right. Uh, that was one of the biggest ones we were in. Uh, where it started, you know, yeah. a lot of times you can notice it. Roads start getting empty. Yeah, out of nowhere, nobody's driving. Wow, you start hearing rumors that something's about to happen. Oh my god! And we lived in an area or building uh-huh. over there. It's buildings, not homes. So it's like uh, oh, actual okay. buildings. Uh, we like were New York City buildings or like eh. like buildings. I'd say like like you live on the second story floor. buildings. They're not wow. like skyscrapers. Okay, yeah, yeah, skyscrapers. They're like they're square. Still okay. Correct buildings. Um, we lived in a, in a red line, which is yeah. like a, an area between two, two, I wouldn't say villages, two, two different like militias. Yeah. Yeah. We call, I call them militias, but we, we were literally in the, in the line. Okay. So one side of the building goes up to like the, the people that like we belong to. And then the other side's more like, right. you know, different people. Um, and I remember that day my mom was getting groceries. She's coming back and she was like, road's empty. And my dad was like, something's about to happen. Oh my God. And then not so even scary. like, even, but we always have a bag packed up. So yeah. We yeah. always had a bag, passports, birth certificates, everything's always ready uh-huh. to go. Just to peace out. Correct. Yeah. So when you, when you guys say that moving to America was like the, the light at the end of the tunnel yeah. n- now living in America, when you came, what was the feeling like? And do you still feel that that way? When I first came, I was like, this is like the movies. Like, this is awesome. I yeah. Green, green front yards like this. We don't see. Oh that my God. Like, that's so sad. Like, little yeah. things. Sometimes you look at that. Oh, absolutely. Um, little things. I mean, really not just the PTSD of like hearing bullets. Yeah. Um, no electricity. That's do you still suffer thing. through that? Not really. Not okay, anymore. Good. Now it's yeah. very, very uh, mellow, but uh, right. electricity, that's a big thing. Oh, wow. We used to come like maybe four or five, sometimes if we're good eight hours a day and that's it, it's over. Oh my God. Uh, then what? That's it. Light like, a candle or you, go to bed? Light candles. Oh shit. Yeah. So light candles, sometimes you'd have generators. Yeah. Um, you can like buy generators and, and, and pump them, but like gas is very expensive there. So that's, generator lasts like two, three hours before like we can't afford it. That's not even worth it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then with generators, you can't turn the AC on because it's too much. Oh <laughs> wow. There's so a lot of, t- yeah. So you didn't know what to do when you got here, huh? Like, I, mean, I was really young back then. So like yeah. I, that was like the normal uh, uh, way of living, but we did yeah. live in, in Kuwait for a little bit. That okay. was my grandma. That's a different country. That's right. like amazing. Yeah. Uh, you can p- fill up your tank for like $4. Yeah. It's a very cheap country. Right. Um, so we traveled all of it, seeing the good thing, the bad. Uh, yeah. America's hands down one of the best countries. Oh, okay. I got you. You know, yeah. and it's so funny that you say that because I, I took a trip to Mexico. Everybody know I got banned. I told that story a hundred times. So I'm not going to tell it again. <laughs> but, um, you know, like we went to the parts of Mexico that like my friends are from. It's not like the exotic, you know, beach parts or whatever. It was like the real ass parts, like the mountains and sh- villages and shit. And it's the things that I didn't think I'd miss is what I miss, like a fucking shower, for instance. You know what I mean? Like when I came back to home in America and I took a shower and the water pressure was so heavy, I was just like, oh my God, like I, you know? And and just, but the way that they lived out there and maybe, I don't know if this was the same for you, probably not because of whatever you guys had to endure, like with gunshots and shit, but like, like my friend, the village that they're from, and then my uh, the other person that I went with, the the mountains that they're from, like I'm not being funny, like they really live on a mountain. Yeah. Like, like they're okay with that. Do you know what I mean? Like they're content with they what they have. Seen what's better? Well, not even not even it's what's not better. Like better. they don't care yeah. to know what's better because like this, they're happy with what they have. And to me, that that 
gave me a new sense of like humbleness, if that makes sense. Like, wow, like these people really appreciate, like we get mad because we don't have Wi-Fi for 20 fucking minutes. They don't got Wi-Fi all goddamn day. You know what I mean? So they're, they're okay with that. And, and that made me really look at things differently. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if my Wi-Fi fucks up at the house, I should I get a little bit mad, but I'm like, damn, they're over there chilling. You know what I mean? They still make a good time out yeah. of it. And, and it's just little things like that that made me really appreciate what we have here. I mean, it's you know? part of being human, though. I feel like it just, yeah. you develop that, like, I wouldn't say greed, but like, right. you get some, you get a new car two yeah. years later, like, I don't like it anymore. You know, I want the, right. new, I want the newer one. I and got it's you. Like, it's, it's normal. You're right. You're like, until yeah. you realize what you have, it's really hard not to take things for granted. Absolutely. Like, I do I it all the time. Sometimes. Yeah. I purposely go on YouTube and I look videos of like Lebanese war oh, just wow. to remind myself where I'm at oh, versus where I was. I got you. Yeah. Just to kind of get that like goosebump spike that, that like serotonin mm. in me. Yeah. Just reminding me that like, Hey, I'm, I'm very, you know, uh, very happy where I'm That's at. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, God, I'm, I mean, I'm happy that everything worked out for you. And yeah. before we get into my next topic, I definitely want to take another shot of the whiskey. So um, for everybody who doesn't know, uh, you got to pour me a shot. And no, no triple shot like you did in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> so yeah, stop trying to get me drunk and take hey, advantage of me. Hey, so hey. what we do is um, during the show, we do take little like seconds of breaks. And during the uh, show, Ziad asked me why I don't drink for the show anymore. Because if you look at my old episodes, I would say up to the eighth episode, don't we talked about them. this. No, I'm going to tell them. I, I want to because it's, it's we're real as fuck on the public affair up to like my eighth episode with Armando Villarreal I was so drunk on that episode <laughs> I was a hot sweating drunk mess and I finally told my producer I cannot drink before the show anymore because all I do is sweat and I can't but like during the show we could take a little shot you, we'll you took two. a shot before me um, that was the a this is a shot a whatever mm. and I definitely cut back on the drinking so the shots are really what do you but, drink when you drink Okay, well, now that I work out at Soko Soccer Academy down 40 pounds, uh, I drink now, I only drink like Corona Seltzers. Okay. Yeah, because they're like zero everything. They might have like a, like 90 calories. Yeah. And then um, zero like everything else, carb sugar, everything. And then um, when I really like feel sexy and I want to like have sex, um, I drink red wine, apothic red wine. What's it, What does it do? Makes no, me feel no sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it releases my endorphins. Does it and, really work? I, yeah, go try like it. I get sleepy. I encourage wine. it. No, I don't. Well, I can't. That's why I can't go to the wine and food festival anymore because I went over there and started talking about sex to everybody who I had no out. business talking <laughs> about sex to, and I got banned from there too. I'm pretty sure. So, uh, our, or but, the radio. By, by the way, good job on. You look different from last time I saw you. Oh, wow. like thank that. you. Yeah. Well, God, the last time we saw each other, I don't think I was working out. No. Yeah. I don't want to like. Job, I just got off of work, so whatever. But this is an extra large shirt. You, and you, and you started before the whole hype New Year's resolution. Oh, absolutely. Thing, so. I started. So in I know sept you, you September, darling. Yeah. I, I, listen, I go religiously. I don't miss a day. I missed one week due to medical reasons, but um, I I go religiously every day to Soka Soccer Academy, and I, I'm trying to get my sexy on. Listen, I, I look at my old episodes, guys. I was a hot, disgusting mess, like a porky pig. I, mean, I want to go that far, but. You know. I I looked at myself. You know what somebody did? Somebody took a snap, and I love her. Um, and it was funny, but they took an old snapshot of one of my episodes of one of my button down shirts, and the buttons were like begging for life oh, because God. they were about to pop off because I was so fat. And they they, they they sent it to me. I thought it was cute, like it was funny. You know what I mean? But I I, I do feel a lot better now that I started working out. And so you work out person. too, don't you? I do for the most part. Yeah, I mean. you guys should see Z. I, I can't make him stand up on the camera, but Ziad is like fucking, <laughs> he is ripped. <laughs> I've never seen him with no shirt off. No guy wants to take their shirt off on the public front. I don't know why. Because like it's going to get a lot of ratings. Like, I so, can see why. I mean, Isabel like came over bait. here and, you know. Did so, her episode get the most likes? She she got the most views. She did. Okay. And I loved her. I did love her. She was very shy. 
She was very shy. Okay, but I still loved her. Okay, so um, I want to talk to you about Cedar Sphere. So again, I was very appreciative of you when you reached out very early on to the episode or the, pub, the podcast. And um, I, you know what? I just have to give one more shout out to Rico too, um, our friend Rico, because I, I forgot to mention this earlier when I announced the podcast, because he was one of the ones that I was teasing it. And he was one of the ones that texted me and said, so you're going to tell me like, what are you doing? And I was like, no, it's like, you got to wait. He was one of the ones that called me and said, as soon as I announced it, like, I don't think I announced it for 30 seconds. And he called me immediately. And he was like, bro, I am so excited for you. I stand by this 100%. You're going to fucking rock this shit. Like, he's I, very I'm supportive. So, he's very, it's Rico, such a, I, I wish I could spend more time with him. I don't spend enough time with him. He's such a good guy. I bet um, you do. <laughs> no, homo, I love his wife, Alicia. I love her. <laughs> I mean, Rico's hot as fuck. Yeah, I told him. I think I told him at that party I was at. They were all hot as fuck. Listen, I have yeah. no problem telling dudes that they're hot as no, fuck. You're right. I don't, you're right. Because I'm, you don't I get mean, offended. We're like, friends. We're just friends. I'll be honest. I tell other guys, like, if I'm not with them, like my yeah. boys, yeah. I'll sit up, tell them, hey, man, you look good tonight. Like, it's not, yeah. let's normalize why, that. Why is that is like, but why is that gay? Like, that's it's not, it's, let's normalize If it. I let's told you I wanted like, to fuck you, that's gay. But if I told you that you're hot, that's different. You know what I mean? confidence that gives a man, like, like, hearing that we're yeah. like where else it's like all these you know being friends with the wrong people it's like right you're you're fucking ugly or like it's like i don't want to hear no this. I, but yeah. they say that just to like it's like oh this is the opposite of gay i am i'm gonna all, call you absolutely you know what i mean i'm all but, about like i'm all about like gassing people up it's girls too i do it to girls too i told isabel that she was hot like 20 it. times on my episode with her because she, she, she has great boobs like everything yeah just feel confident with your sexuality absolutely. If, if that defines if you're gay or not then dude well it's like you I said, don't even know then absolutely i said a few episodes ago that there's a lot of guys that have told me that they wanted me to stop doing that and sleeping with them like two months later because they're, they're nervous, yeah. you know what I mean? They don't have anything. I get it, that's fine, you know what I mean? Okay, like, take a compliment. Dude. Yeah, and, and if you want to F, we can F. Not you, but like, you know, yeah. anybody. All right, so, okay, anyway, Cedar Sphere. Um, Cedar Sphere Digital Marketing. Um, so, I, again, I was very appreciative when you reached out to me, and I think that what you're doing is cool. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about what Cedar Sphere is? For people who don't know, it's a digital marketing company. I wish I could do the ad right now. Just for old time's sake. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. I, I don't even remember. I don't have the cards. Uh, thank you to uh, Zihad Al-Halabi with Cedar Street Digital Marketing. He's a digital marketing company that I can't even fucking remember. Like, talk to us a little bit about for what Cedar all your digital marketing needs. Yes. So, I mean, pretty much new era. I, I actually started a company before Cedar Sphere called oh. uh, Crypticote. Okay. So it was like selling a product. Yeah. Now, the only thing I lacked was marketing. So, like, mm. I started a company. I had a good product. Didn't mm -hmm. work. Uh, no big deal. I never take failures as a bad thing. Right. Um, and after that, I decided to open a marketing business. I was okay. like, you know, I learned so much on that path. Right. I just ran out of money pushing this product. Why don't I pretty much actually let me reword it. Okay. You make more money selling shovels than digging for gold. Oh. So okay. I started the marketing company helping other people with what I know. Right. And then it just kind of worked. It right. worked. Other people, you know, it started kind of like a side thing while I was doing other stuff where I was helping somebody running their ads and yeah. I, I saw businesses reaching out to me, man, we, we doubled numbers from last year. Oh, wow, cool. Seeing stuff like that. And okay. then it made me happy growing jobs. And I realized it wasn't about the money. It was more about the, the, the writing my own book. Okay. Got you. Kind of growing it. Uh, and now it's where it's at. You know, we have, we're up to 27 clients as of, oh. uh, as of last week, Friday. Oh, good. Um, I mean, we do anything digital websites, right? Uh, we get people in front of, you know, Google, sometimes when you search for anything, moving company near me, yeah. you want to be on top. If you're okay. not on top in, in today's world, no, nobody goes to the second page. Of no, Google. absolutely not. I don't even scroll <laughs> yeah, down. What yeah. are you talking about? You like when I Google scam. Pornhub, I want to go to the first name. Yeah. First two, three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
I do. <laughs> Sorry, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, and you know, I think that was one of the things that stuck out to me when you told me um, about what Cedar Sphere was, because I, I was a little confused about what it was too. And then when you told me about digital marketing, and it made me think. I was like, yeah, nobody goes to the secondary page of Google, like so whatever. So um, you, I, I remember talking to you saying that your business was doing so good that you maxed out on clients. Are you yeah. still maxed out on clients? Are you taking new clients, we're or how does that work? We're kind of shifting the way we work. To be honest with you, a okay. lot of times. We've been working with a lot of companies, I wouldn't say small, but with people right. that really can't afford the potential that we are able to give. Right. We're like a full, I would say 360 degrees of what we can, we offer you videos, graphics, yeah. websites. Right. You know, it, it's like sometimes when we work with people that they just don't need everything that we have to offer. Okay. So we offer them a part of what we do. Right. And then it just, it's to, to us, it's not worth it if we're not able to give you everything Okay. We're, we're now we're at a level where we're kind of made for uh, I want to say bigger corporation, but people right. that really want to triple and double what they're doing. Yeah, th we found our uh, I would say our 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 niche. Okay, like your lane. Correct. W would you say that you focus more on like small businesses or lar like larger businesses? Businesses that want to grow. Okay. That are willing to actually reinvest in their in their right. in their business. Now, is there any work that they have to put on on their side? Though, like, was there any company that you ever went to and like, yeah, this is not going to work because you're not taking this. We've series. had it. We we really okay. work with people. Uh, back then, I used to be very passive when I first started. I mean, I, I, okay. I didn't have the confidence I have now. Right. Where back then, I would just be a yes man. You know, business yeah. owner would be like, well, I want this and that. Now it's a little bit different. Now, you, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of even my clients were attested that. Now, mm -hmm. now I'm very straight up. If, if they say something, I'm like, well, you know, let's meet tomorrow in person. Okay. I'll meet in person. And be like, hey, this is how it's going to go because uh -huh. you hired me because of my expertise. Yes. So, so if you want to do it the way you want to do it, I am not signing Cedar. You know, I'm not going to waste your money. Oh, absolutely. And not. I don't want to yeah. sign Cedar Spheres. Uh, uh, I take it very serious. You know, no, I get what you Cedar mean. Sphere, yeah. I don't look for money now. I look for money five, six years down the road, or even what my kids are going to carry right. after me. And oh, it, wow, it's yeah. brand. You know, I, w I remember that being one of the things you told me at Putters, too. Yeah. Was that, like, you know, when, when people watch the public affair five, six years from now, they're going to see a Cedar Sphere ad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, you said that it would still be relevant in five, six years. Hopefully. <laughs> we're, we're coming up to one year. So, it I mean, will. yeah, I, I get what you mean by that. Like, you know, like... When you first start something, like for me personally, I don't turn down work. So I'll be on anybody's podcast. I'll be on anybody's anything. You know what I mean? Because my main goal is to push the public affair. Yeah, and that's you know? your niche. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's all I focus on now. This is all I want to fucking do. Obsessed. I, you told me that. Dude, oh my God, there were so many. Zihad, I'm telling you guys, gave me like the best advice ever. I wanted to get into that later, but you brought it up. When we were drinking, I didn't care if he was drunk or not, but he told me, you have to become obsessed with this and i'm telling you ziad I'm, I'm not even telling you because you're just here i see it but i i really like held on to everything you told me that night because it was the best advice that i've ever had you know there was a lot of people who believed in me in the in the beginning and said yeah this podcast is going to be something because you don't understand it was you using the words your voice is infectious and that you're doing something different and that you need to become obsessed with it this is all i do i breathe this podcast you know what i mean you because, have to I mean 50 percent yeah. of it is showing up that's yeah. it 50% is, is you, you show up and you do it. Because yeah. how many times did you debate doing it before you did it? Oh, my God. You were it, like, yeah. I'm going to do it. And then you sat on it. You're like, whatever, whatever, Absolutely. whatever. You, ha you had the resources. I'm, I'm sure you didn't just meet him the day you opened it. No, you know? I, I, met, I met Mike, and there was like two or three other producers that I met. Everything had to fall, like everything was Correct. situational. Like I had to feel, and uh, with my with Rogue Media, I was like, okay, I feel like this is like the best quality. Like yeah. I wanted to. I bet you, as soon as you tried, everything lined up. Oh yeah. Coincidence? I've, you like, know what? No. I have an episode zero that I need to find and post, but like that was a hot mess. But like when the first episode came out and everybody fucked with it and then the second episode came out, cause you know, I always get scared about being a one hit wonder. 
You know what I mean? And so I thought, okay, maybe everybody will fuck with the first episode. When everybody started fucking with all the episodes, I was like, oh wow, this is great. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I, and this is the, I, this is gonna put me into the next topic with you. Like, what's your advice to people who are starting a business or endeavor? Because I, I feel like. I feel personally that everybody wants to start off at Beyonce. You know what I mean? You know how Beyonce puts out an album and it goes number one like overnight? You know what I mean? Because she doesn't have to do any promo, no nothing. But like for me personally, like I told you, I don't turn down work. I don't turn down any opportunity I can to put the public affair somewhere. You know what I mean? I, I thank every single person that shares it if I don't know them or not. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll yes. say hi to every person that I meet outside like a putters if I don't know them. Some of them are hot. And so, you know what I mean? And so what's your advice to some? Because I, I feel like a lot of these small businesses and endeavors fail because a lot of people don't put the work. I think they, they expect the community just to support them just because. So what's your advice to a new like up and coming business owner or a person that's starting an endeavor? Literally, let go of your pride. Okay. Like, trash it. It's gone. No mm -hmm. pride. Yeah. As soon as you open a business, your priority is your customer. You, your priority is your viewers, and yeah. then you come second. Yeah. So pride's gone. Uh, second one's gonna be, don't be afraid of mistakes. Man, right. You're gonna, you're gonna fuck up so bad. Like, see, yeah. Your first, you look back, your first episode compared to, it's just gonna happen. Yeah, definitely. Fucking up is a thing. Absolutely. Let it go. Yeah. Just make mistakes. Look at them. Keep moving forward and never give up. Just don't. It, it sounds so cliche, but right. literally, those those three steps. If if you do it, nothing can nothing can stop you. You're like a machine. Yeah. Like I told you, I, I failed at my first business. Right. Probably failed at my second. I, I lost so much money. I didn't care. Money was an object. I kept moving, moving, right. moving, moving, moving till I can figure out what where I want to be, what I want to do, and then keep learning, learning, yeah. learning. Yeah, and that, and that gets in the way, man. It does. And, you know, I see so many people on social media get so upset with their community when they're not supporting Nobody them. Nobody owes you shit. Nobody owes you nothing. That's what, and God, you know, I'm so happy that you said that because I talked about it on my last episode with um, Caesar Layout. And, um, you know, I just feel like, like a lot of people just get so upset when they're not supporting what you're doing. But you... Like you didn't go the right avenue in promoting what you're doing. Like you're not obsessed with it. You know what I mean? You, it's like, if you don't give a fuck about it, why should I give a fuck about it? Why should I put, support something that you posted one time? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, all I post on the on my Facebook is the public affair. That's it. Every once in a while I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> There's something funny. But like, like, I feel like that's where a lot of people don't do right. And promoting like whether they're music artists or whether they're um, starting a business, like you, you, and they will be so vocal on social media too and say my my city doesn't fucking support me. Waco supports me. You're just not offering uh, yeah. value to, you're, to, you're to just what not. you're looking for. Yeah, I mean it all goes to value. Why do you follow certain? Pay why do you follow Beyonce? You, well, okay, you love I, what she puts out. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like quality. Correct. Quality. Not, not saying like local rappers or, or, or you know the example you brought up are not mm -hmm. doing that, but they're, not. either they're not consistent or they're not right. they're not up to par or like something is is lacking that, and it's up to them to figure out Absolutely. why the audience is not in, in, intact with it. Yes, like, I, I whether that means completely agree with saving you. money, hiring an agency. Do, Whatever you got to do, figure it out, man. A, a lot of people, people. And you know what? I had Manny Cardenas on the show mm -hmm. and I spoke to him and God, Manny, if you ever watched this, we spoke so many years ago and we both agreed that you have to spend money to make it. I think a lot of people are scared of that. No, and would you like, agree I'm on that? open a business, post yeah. it on Facebook and my friends or family are going to share it yeah. and then rich overnight. No, yeah, that's not it's how not, it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. It works. Yeah. goes into it. I mean, like, right. it's... Your podcast is an example. I mean, I'm, mm. I'm not going to say it's a business, but eventually it is going to be a business. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> literally what you're aiming for. Right. Um, but, I mean, same thing. You didn't just, like, spit it out and be like, of course, you shared it and liked it. Right. But if you didn't have valuable content, if you're not making people stay in tune and watch it all, you know, right. 40, 43 minutes of it. Right. 
mean, you have nothing else to offer. Absolutely. And you Marks know, don't mean anything. Yeah, exactly. And I, I have to say that, you know, part of like, if anybody watches, well, of course people are going to watch this, but like the inspiration that I want to um, put out there is that, you know, I learned a lot of my marketing techniques, maybe like in radio or just watching like other celebrities, so you will, that I follow. And, you know, I get, I knew how I felt. Like, okay, let's say uh, my favorite singer is Frankie J. You know what I mean? And I felt so excited. Really? Oh, I love Frankie J. What are okay. you talking about? Frankie, you know Frankie J? Yeah. Uh, th my need to get him on this podcast. I think he thinks I want to get with him, but I really don't, <laughs> Frankie J. I just want to be your best friend and I want to have you on the public affair. Then I can die in peace. You know, whether, heaven or hell, whatever. I just need Frankie J on the spot. But he's my favorite singer ever. And so I get excited when, like, they tease something or he teases something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, big announcement on Friday. And so I used that tactic. If anybody remembers when the public affairs started, I said, I have a big announcement coming on my birthday. And I, I mean, I went and did a photo shoot. Shout out to my girl, Lindsay. Um, and uh, I can't pronounce her last name, but it used to be Bates. And so, um, uh, Washman, I believe. And so I did a photo shoot with her, paid her money for that. You know what I mean? Because I, I wanted good quality shit. And I remember telling everybody, I have a big announcement. Everybody was messaging me, Ziad. Everybody was messaging me. What's the big announcement? What's the big announcement? What's the big... I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you. And then like, a week later, hey, I get, don't forget, like, I got this really awesome thing coming on. Then the public, I announced it. You know what that's called? What's that? Branding. Oh, okay. And well, yeah. Branding. <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff Bezos says it. Oh, no, uh -huh. Amazon. You know him? Who? Jeff Bezos. I, Jeff, no. Is he from here? <laughs> Bell Mead. <laughs> Am I terrible? Okay, no, shout out to Jeff. I, uh, yeah, Jeff. I've never met him. Well, actually, he's in Waco. Oh, let's link Not up. Not necessarily in Waco. Yeah, but yeah. He's building the, uh, if a I big Amazon Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. He owns yes. Amazon, but he yes. says branding is what people say about you when you're not in the room. Yeah. That's literally it. Right. So how do you do that? I mean, teasing them is good because now you're like, you're not that person that right. blasts everything immediately. You're keeping them hyped up. You're, you're tapping into their emotion. Yeah, definitely. They're getting some, kind of like wine does to you when mm -hmm. you drink wine. Mm -hmm. You're doing that. <laughs> you're doing that to them. Yeah, yeah, Without definitely. them knowing. Okay, yeah, I feel you there. And you know, a lot of another part of it too, is that I, I feel like you have to just be nice to people too, don't you think? Like I can't back somebody who was a bitch to somebody for so many years and then all of a sudden you're positive patty. You know what I mean? Uh, somewhat, but somewhat, I feel like okay. you have to let go of like I don't know, with my generation or yours as well. Yeah. I mean like what happened two years ago, like Waco's so small that like you can have somebody that you had to beef with. Yeah. And then two years later, like they meet you and you're like, well, I really didn't have beef with you. My, my friend's friend <laughs> yeah. didn't like you. Yeah. And that's why I don't like you. But now that you met you in person, right. you're actually pretty cool. But you know how many people have come up to me and said they were scared to say hi to me because they've seen that. Like H-E-B for why? instance. I don't know. Like, like I'm some celebrity tycoon. Like, I, like you could come say hi to me. Like we could take, like I've had people want to take pictures of me and Does they were scared. Does it have to be with like you being gay? Is it, is it has to do no. with like socially unacceptable to like talk to you? No, I don't think so. I, well, when I was saying that, I was talking about because the, the public affair, you know, everybody says it's so like lit and I'm I'm taking a step back to see like what it's really doing in the community. And like a lot of people say, hey, I, like I know you're that guy from the podcast, but I'm like really nervous. Like I was nervous to say hi yeah. to you. Like I had an HEB employee say that. And I was like, you can just come say hi to me. I'm just fucking Andrew. You know what I mean? Like it's nothing. I think they're intimidating. You're a celebrity. To them, you're a celebrity. Yeah, that's well, that's cute. Yeah, at. I just... <laughs> I didn't mean to say the, the no. gay thing as a... As oh, a, no, absolutely. A, I feel like Waco's not... Like, you go to Austin, it's a lot more, like, progressive. You know what? And, and Waco's and, like, oh, yeah. wow. You know, like, I have friends I, I who are, just, like, your friends? You know what? what? Well, you know what's so terrible? I don't focus on the gay thing. Like, I don't focus on... Like, I don't ask people why they don't accept gay culture. I know that's, like, so betrayal. So your strongest point, uh -huh. I feel like, is that this is a different podcast. You, yes. You're flipping the script. You, you have me, a straight guy, and then you're gay. Yes. And then, like, 
You, you get it, right? Here, here's the thing, and, and I'm so happy that you said this because I had a lot of flack for having the majority of my guests as men. There were some people who caught it and there were some, most people did not. Here's what okay. happened. I talked about this the other day and I talked about it on my last episode. I am not um, naive to what's going on in my culture. I'm not naive to the fact that some people are, um, like they get hurt behind it. Do you know what I mean? I'm not naive to the fact that some people are ridiculed behind it. I never focused on that because for me, I was just gay. And I was fortunate, fortunate enough where nobody in my family and none of my friends cared. You know what I mean? I was never ridiculed for it. I'd never had opportunity taken from me for it, nothing. Now, there is a stigma. One of my best, actually my best friend in the whole world, my brother, Jaime Gutierrez, is a straight heterosexual man with a banging hot wife and a kid on the way. And so a lot of people, and we talked about this, when we started off as friends, thought we were sleeping together. Because I'm gay and he's straight, why would they not think that? Because they're stupid, you know what I mean? And so I knew that when I started this podcast, obviously we've never slept with each other, I love my friends. And so, um, so, you know, I've talked about sleeping with straight guys though, but that that, that just happens, you know what I mean? That's different. And so for me, when I started this podcast, and again, some people caught it, some people didn't. The majority of my guests up until episode seven, when I had Claudia on here, were straight men, minus Roman, the realtor. Because I wanted to show people a gay guy like me can have a normal ass conversation with a straight guy like you. Yeah. There was this many people that caught on to it. Like, I see what you're doing. And then this many people are like, why you got so many guys on there? You know what I mean? You must slept with them. No, that wasn't it. Like I I wanted like, cause me again, I don't focus on the politics behind gay. I don't follow, I don't follow nothing. I'm over here just chilling, doing me. If I respect you, everybody that I fuck with respects me because I, I know who I can like kind of sleep with and not, but I don't become friends with them. We just become each other's side piece. Yep. But like like for you, for instance, you knew I was gay from jump. I'm pretty sure you knew I was gay the minute I started helping Rico move in his house. Rico lived with me. We never slept with each other. You know what I mean? And so, um, but for two days. But <laughs> let me just put it out Rico's there. not gay Yeah, anymore. Rico's not gay anymore. I wish I was there when he was gay. <laughs> Shout out to Rico. <laughs> okay, I love Rico. But, um, yeah. you know, th- and that's what I'm saying. So for people like my friend Jaime, and he used to tell people, like, Andrew's just fucking Andrew. Like, that's just Andrew. Well, you, you know what? Him, at the end of, Huh? I'm gonna leave it open. No, yeah, for sure, because this is getting great. But he 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 told me he told people like that at the end of the day, he's the one who had my back for everything. You know what I mean? Gay or not, he had my back for everything. There was people again who I'm not stupid. I knew that they were saying that we were sleeping with each other, which I thought was so disrespectful because that's my friend. He, I'm sure, I don't know if I was his first ever gay friend, but I'm sure that's a process for a guy to accept somebody like me as their friend. Do you know what I mean? Because I'm not it's, looking at it like that. I'm just chilling. I, I, I do see what you mean. And, yeah. And and. To be honest, I come from a country that like struggles to respect women, mm-hmm. let alone gay people. Right. But I still found a way to like it's okay. I, I don't care. I mean, like I'm just chilling. When people tell <laughs> you like when I was in high school, like you know, I, I befriend this gay person. Right. People come up like, did you know he's gay? But I don't. Like, oh, but I don't focus I, on like. Who cares? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Ha- I would rather. I, I'm not gonna spend an hour or two trying to convince you that I was born this way. I'd rather talk about something else. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 I would rather talk about- When is it gonna become part of like, hey, I'm Ziad, hey, I'm Andrew. Yeah, Move but, like, and then, but it's, then it's also, and I've learned this too, because somebody did check me on this and I, I have to say I agree with them. A lot of people are gonna disagree with me. It's so unnecessary for me to let you know the first time that we meet that I'm gay. 
Like it's so it's I think that that's unnecessary. Like I don't have to be like I'm Andrew. Oh, by the way, I'm gay. Like why? You didn't come up to me and say I'm Zia. By the way, I'm straight. Like you know what I mean? Like you're gonna catch on. You know from Wait, my mannerisms. You had to do that before, huh? You had to do that. I've done that before, and somebody really did check me. And I, I'm not gonna lie, he made sense. He's like, why when I met you, the first thing you said to me was I'm Andrew. By the way, I'm gay. I'm sorry, Andrew. Well, no, I you, feel like you, you grew in a generation different than the yeah. new generation. Where like. It was tough for y'all, like, like. But it wasn't now, tough for me. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. I don't want to mean like that. Yeah. But I feel like now with my generation, I know we're like not even that much apart. How old are you? Like 26. I'm 29. Yeah, not, yeah. But I feel like with, with even mine and younger, uh -huh. they're just okay with it. Yeah. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Nobody gives. With, but you did grow up. You did grow up in a generation where like right. without social media, where like. It almost wasn't even acceptable. I was scared when I came out. Absolutely. I, I, yeah. I, I give you like props. You, you're yeah. like one of the only guys that I know that are gay uh -huh. are very like it's powerful with it. I'm just chilling. But no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just chilling. Like I, I'm, I'm what you see is what you get. What you yeah. see on the podcast. And you and I have been friends for a while. Yeah. I'm just, I'm real as fuck. Like I will let you know that you're hot. If I want to sleep with you, I'm going to fucking sleep with you. you know what I mean? I'm going to make it happen. And, um, you know, but at the end of the day, like people just fuck with me because I'm just real. Like, the guy who checked me, I, I have to say, and we might beg to differ here, I agreed with him. Why was that necessary? You're going to know. You knew from the minute you met Wait, me. Wait, I don't get it. You so, know? so he asked you if you're gay? No, I just volunteered the information. But Oh, when, and he told you don't say it. He was just like, like, well, dude. why? He was asking me, like, why you said that? Like, what? why did you Why did you feel like that. it was it's necessary to let me know? 2020 yeah, or 2021. At the time, it was like 2019. Still, uh, yeah, even then, so, anything past 2016 is right. like, dude. But I'll never forget that he said that, and, and he made sense. It's not necessary. You just know. And if you don't know, I kind of don't like the question. It's kind of gay. <laughs> but, like, but like, you know, it makes me feel awkward. Like, don't you? Hello, obviously. You know what I mean? So, like, at this, this day, and if you want to ask me, that's fine. You know what I mean? And I, I like when the straight guys make gay jokes to me. You know what I mean? But I always say they can only call me fag when we're fucking. Like, don't be calling me that. Like, you know. Maybe like they're, they're normalizing it. It's yeah. very normal. It's kind of like calling. I'm chilling. I'm not going to go there. But, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like, like calling a girl a bad word. Yeah, exactly. Oh, like, I call it, my girlfriend's bitch all the time. Like, what's normal. that bitch? Yeah, it's, 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 just, it's normal. Yeah. You don't mean it. You don't mean it in like vain. You don't mean you're right. not a bad person. Yeah, you're, you're just. I'm. I'm glad that like, and we're progressing towards that. Like, yeah, I can't imagine what 2025 is gonna be like. Right. I feel like it's becoming more acceptable. Um, now, acceptable is not the word. I'm. I'm sorry that I have to use that word, mm, but, yeah, but you, yeah. you know what I mean. Here's the thing. You, I always say this, you don't get it because you're not gay. I don't but understand why. I'm, a, yeah. I'm very good at putting myself in people's position. Right. I'm, I'm marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like the first thing I so do is put myself, my not yeah. necessarily, yeah, in the customer's shoe. I'm not okay. calling you a customer, but <laughs> yeah. I'm very yeah. good at putting myself in other people's shoes uh -huh. to see like, why would they choose this business? You know, like, right. why would you shop here or pay 10% right. more here? I'm very good at that. When, when I, first thing I see, I, mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. No, I, I get what you mean. Like, I, and my thing is this, like, you will never understand. Here's the thing: you'll never understand what it's like to be gay because you're not gay. I don't yeah. understand what it's like to be straight because I'm not straight. You, we wouldn't. We would never understand what it's like but to we're be both transgender. Human. We get it. I mean, we get it. You're just attracted like, to men. I'm attracted to girls. Yeah, like, but, but I don't. But see, I don't know why you're attracted to girls. But I'd rather talk about something else. You know what I mean? Just like you don't understand why I'm attracted to guys, I mean, but you'd rather talk it's about similar something to having else, like you know? a female friend. Oh, well, I guess in your case, it's similar to having a, f uh, a straight friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's no. similar to that. Like I talk about my my girlfriend. You talk about your boyfriend. Right. You know, I, I don't got no boyfriend. I know. <laughs> I feel like you're Tatiana. You feel like I feel like you're like you're like uh, Tatiana. Uh, is that like, what you said? You're, yeah. You're like uh, uh, <laughs> Andrew Suave. Like yeah. 
No, I'm just, listen, I'm over here chilling. Listen, let me tell you something. Chilling, what does I, that mean? I, you want to know what it means? I built a brand over being real. I, he gave me some shots. I'm going off now. He, I built a brand over You're being- You're not sweating. No, I'm not. Over being real, over being nice to people. I, I run this great ass podcast that's backed by local sponsors. And I have great hot guests like you who want to be on the show. I work for the number one hit music station in Waco, Power 108. Part-time, but I work there, damn it. Hey, leave, you know? leave some for me. <laughs> you know what? Well, I'm just leave saying, some. I, I've accomplished a lot in my life yes. and I was destined for failure. So the last thing I want to talk about is why I'm fucking gay. Yeah. Like, I, I, who cares? You know what I mean? I don't give a fuck. I, you know what I mean? I'm over here chilling. I want to play fucking video games. I want to eat pizza and work out at Soko, bitch. Like, that's it. Cheers to that. And I still got some drink in here. So let's take this last Dude, shot and no more for me. I love it, man. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love, we're, we're, let's be straight. Where do you get the confidence from? Like, how did you... Am I asking the question? Yeah. Is it, you can ask whatever can you ask, want. Okay. Let's turn the tables here. Ziaz, you're, the you're, new host of The Public Affair. <laughs> your, your confidence. Uh-huh. Tell me, Andrew. Let me tell you something. I've been through a lot in my life, and I've talked about it on this podcast. Not everything, but I've endured a lot of bullshit in my life. And there was a point in time where I didn't feel confident in myself because I was so focused on pleasing everybody else. Do you see what I'm saying? And once I realized my, once I surrounded myself with the right people, like my best friend. Wow. Yeah. That my best friend, Jaime, gasses the fuck up out of me. He goes, like, bro, what do you mean that you're like, you're shocked that the public affair took off? Like, you're fucking Andrew G. Like, of course it did. And wow. but, like, in my I gave me goosebumps, man. Yeah. Shit. No, you, you, you surround yourself with the right people. And I started, when I put myself first, too, I was like, I can accomplish anything. You know, and, you can put yourself first without being a dick. Well, you can, but I'm not a dick. I just uh, like without. <laughs> you know See, what I mean? You're, you're <laughs> yeah. So no, but I put myself because there, again, there was a lot. There was a time in my life where I was putting people before me. I talked about it, the situation last year. You know, I put my life on pause for somebody that you know, one of my friends who was going through a hard time, didn't work out, and so. Um, when I learned to put myself first and I surrounded myself with the right people, positive people that were succeeding and I wanted to be like them and I realized my potential, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm over here. Like, you know what I mean? But I'm also nice to everybody. That's what I'm saying. I'm not a dick to nobody. You can, I'm only, you can get cheap both. No, I, I'm, I'm a dick to people who are a dick to me or dicks to other people. Like, yo, why you got to act like that? But other than that, I treat everybody with respect. And that's why I feel like, again, guys like you, just let's just say straight guy. It might be an ignorant. It might sound ignorant, but people just fuck with me because I don't go up to you disrespecting you. You know what I mean? Again, I can spot those guys out a mile away. Like but, I'm gonna be very direct. You can't disrespect me if you're gay. You, you right. can't. It, it's equivalent to a girl walking up to me and saying, "Hey, hey, can I get your number?" Uh -huh. Like, why would I just like you disrespecting me because you're right. a man? Ask. Dude, I just chill want, out. How you know I didn't want your number to go get pizza? <laughs> yeah. This you know? is me. I'm, I'm all about networking. I'm all yeah. about like, hey, opportunities. I assume the best. It doesn't right. matter. You know, but you, you're I right. can't I can't point out a specific time in my life that I built the confidence that I have now. But it's, once it's, I once I especially when the public affairs started, once I started realizing that I was tapping to different sorts of people and people fuck with this shit, and then people come up to me and say, Wow, you're really nice. I knew that I was doing something right. You know what I mean? And I knew I was doing Dopamine, something. Dopamine, man. You're, you're getting the, the, the chemicals. You're, yeah, yeah. You're, you're seeing what your work's impacting Absolutely. people. Absolutely. And, and, the, and the people that I surround myself with, when they say, damn, Andrew, you know what you did? Like, Jaime, my friend Jaime, saw me go through the worst. You know what I mean? And that there was a time in my life when I was just rock bottom and I didn't know what I was doing yeah. with myself. Then look what I built. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I achieve longevity in any job that I work at, which I've only had two in the last 11 years, but minus power went away. And... Um, I just, again, I'm nice to everybody. I'm focused on my brand and I just want to provide entertainment. That's all I want to do. 
That's not, I'm not. You don't have to. You don't have to feel offended by not liking me that because you don't understand gay. Like I don't get offended by that. I'm over here chilling. I'm regular. You know what I mean? That's it. Like I'm not. Fo I'm not focused on the dramatics, the politics, nothing. I'm just nice to everybody. I want to fuck with everybody. I want to be nice to everybody. I want to play games. I want to eat pizza. I want to work out at the same time and be skinny so it's hard. You know what I mean? And I want to make the public affair, darling. It's, That's it. It's on the way. Public affair. <laughs> yes. Dude. So, Ziad, I'm very happy that you asked me that. I just needed to get hey, it out. Hey, I'm glad you let it out. But this is, like, <laughs> inspiring me as well. I mean, I'm happy. No, I but I have like... to say, you, but people like you who, we were not close when you gave me that advice. Like, how many times have we hung out before that? Not, yeah, not many. Times we Maybe once or twice. Snapchat. We text. I mean, when you like... told me, you were, like, when we hung out that night, not that you were a stranger, but we didn't hang out regularly. You know what I mean? That was my first time meeting your girlfriend right. everything. And you told me, I believed in what you're doing. Your your voice is infectious. And you need to become obsessed with this because this is going to be something. That never left me. That pierced me. You know what I mean? I'm glad it, I'm That's glad it, it. helped. You and, gave me the and, best advice I ever had. And this is, oh, man. Wow. <laughs> yeah, is, I'm serious. This is it. I mean, like, you know what I like about you, Andrew? Is that? You don't play the victim. Yeah. You go out and get it. Absolutely. You're not there. Oh my God. I, I, I'm so unprivileged. I have, no. I have all these circumstances that stop me from, yeah. from getting, achieving my goals. Right. You and I, and I could, but I could have been like that though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The shit that I've been yeah. through. If, if you would have been, been like that, that. You, you wouldn't be on this but show. But nobody gives a motherfuck. You, you, yeah. You know, nobody gives a fuck. Go no. out there and do your thing. Nobody That's what owes I tell everybody. Yeah. Nobody owes no. me a damn For thing. Real. And I don't owe you a damn thing. If you play victim and you're like, oh my God, life hates me. No. I'm just gonna like, whatever. Yeah. I doesn't work. Love you. It's, it's the universe. <laughs> the universe. Like whatever yeah. you manifest yeah. comes your way. Absolutely. And what that means, it, it's not like rocket yeah. science. It's like literally, it's like don't play victim. Yeah. Go out, try new things. Right. But don't don't give up after you try it the first time. Yeah. Well, it, that with that being said, I have to just tell everybody, and this interview's not over just yet, but I have to tell everybody, for everybody, including you, who has believed in this project and has taken me to episode 32. Everybody who's even if they've sponsored even one episode, Ziad has sponsored several episodes. And my viewers and my friends, everybody who believes in this project, I can't say thank you enough because without them, this, this wouldn't be nothing. You know what I mean? And so I don't know how to say thank you enough to where I can pierce you all. You know what I mean? I hope that that means enough because I can't tell you how it feels for me to wake up in the morning and know that I have this and people fuck with it. So thank you all. I love you all so much. So let's make the episode about you again. <laughs> so, um, all right, Ziad. Yeah, so, um, I got it. Uh, your personal life. Again, you, you run a business. It's very successful. Cetosphere is very successful. You're, you're living off of Cetosphere, I assume. Yes. Okay. So how do you maintain a balance in your personal life? Like, how do you find the time to, like, I don't know, go to a wedding or go to putters and, you know, hang out with your girlfriend, stuff like that? Like, what, how do you find the time? I think it's work ethic. I mean, I wake up uh -huh. early for the most part. Um, I mean, it's really hard to say. It, it, uh -huh. it's, it's a shock to me that I'm, I'm 26 years old. Yeah. I, sometimes I wake up and I'm, I'm, I'm working out of my bed yeah you know it's like you know tonight's today was raining i'm like yeah. you know what i'm gonna work from bed mm. um the balance i wouldn't say i'm overworked from i'm very well delegated i, I have I, i'm very organized right if you, if you know that about me i don't know if you do mm -hmm. but everybody says that about me if they're close enough I'm, I'm very organized yeah i never get overwhelmed because i am planning months ahead before it even happens okay so Balance is not even a thing to me because I'm I'm already prepared to like what's gonna happen. Oh, so okay. If I have a wedding coming up, you know I have a wedding actually coming up. Speaking of weddings, yeah, this I, I don't know if you didn't. How did you know? 
Because you told me. Oh, yeah, I did. That's why we are recording on a Tuesday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You told me you were going to get white girl wasted. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I have a wedding coming up. My friend Cody, shout out to Cody McDonough. He's getting, we went to high school together. Uh, Almost Mm -hmm. brings a tear to my eye. He's getting married. Yeah. Um, And I introduced him together, even though Brittany says I didn't. Yeah. His wife. Yeah, Brittany, too. Brittany says, <laughs> Brittany Field says, I did introduce them, but I right. did introduce them together. Anyways, yes. off, anyway. to, off topic. Off to, okay, Brittany, you want to come up with a favorite time about it. Yeah. Brittany. Please don't have Brittany come in and beat me up, please. You're taking my best friend from me. Aw. Either, either way, they're both yeah. actually my best friends. We're a story. But. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, uh, balance is not a thing. It's like, you have to be a workaholic. I mean, I'm right. 26. You have to, like podcasts. I mean, mm-hmm. Im- imagine if if you, somebody told you, how do you balance the podcast from anything? You're going to be yeah. like, fuck you. I'm, like podcast comes first. I'm still figuring first. it out. Yeah, the podcast <laughs> comes first, but exactly. I, I don't have a personal life anymore. But, but, yeah. the, but you can't. You right. can't until it's 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 its own thing. Absolutely. It's like a little baby. You have to nurture the oh, business, yeah. the, the podcast. You have to take care of it till it's enough to walk on its own. Yeah. Um, I've always took this advice from other people that I worked with, uh-huh. investors and stuff uh, in the past, mm-hmm. where you always build the business or a podcast yeah. that you're going to sell it one day. Mm. You build it so like well balanced right. that you're going to sell it one day. And that's what I've been doing. So I've never had a problem with balance. Right. Uh, I've never had my girlfriend ever argue with me, you know, <laughs> about like, hey, you work too much. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, you know, yeah, if, yeah, it's, yeah. if it's, we have like a- immediate like deadlines or something like that. Right. But for the most part, I'm very well organized where Good. it never really happens. You yeah. Know? Okay. Just wake up earlier. You get every, every, I, every, I everything you. happens. Everything's better. What well, do they say? The early bird beats the worm or something like that? Somewhat. I mean, yeah, something it, like that. I work as if my competitor is up there trying to beat me 24 hours a day. Oh, so okay. I, I try to like think that, hey, my competitor right now yeah. is thinking about me and they're wow. working 24 hours to beat me. That's powerful. And that's how I, I operate. Yeah. I, I got then, you, man. And you should you should do the same thing. Absolutely. What are you talking about? Think like, about <laughs> another podcast, somebody working, double yeah. you working. You realize that the amount of like chemicals right now released when I said that? Yeah. You're like, oh, I just, my I'm whole gonna... body language. Is, you know what I mean? Because like, and I say, and I say this humbly, like I, I don't have time to watch. And I, I, everybody who's out there trying to do like what I'm doing too, like the podcast thing, best of luck to you. I just, I don't have time to watch everybody else's podcast because I'm so focused on the public affair. You I, know I what I mean? I interrupt you, but I want to bring this big thing about humbleness. Yeah. I want to I say it with big confidence. Okay. Don't, Say like I don't know how to explain it without being coming off as as cocky. Right, right, right. It's okay to have ego. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Andrew, like the fact that you started this podcast is because you believed it in your fucking self. Yeah, all right. Yeah, definitely. If you didn't, that's ego. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's okay to have ego. Like, yeah. You, you, if people tell you that you're cocky because you have ego, fuck them. Yeah. Like. The fact that you had ego, the fact that you believed in yourself is what started this. It's it's okay. Right, Normalize right. it. It's 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 fine. Yeah. So humble it, <laughs> it, it use humble in, in certain instances, but maybe not in this instance. Right. You can't be humble about this. Well, I have to I have to tell you because I and we talked about it just earlier. I'm just now taking a step back to see what the public affair is doing. Cause I, I review my analytics and my numbers and everything. I just had nine episodes hit over one thousand views. Yeah. Genuine not bought one thousand views. Yeah. Like, it makes me emotional. You know what I mean? Because yeah. never in my life did I ever think that I was going to be able to create something like this that people were going to really, like, stand behind. Yeah, 9,000 people. That, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Right. And, and in climbing, because there's pe- there's episodes right behind them, right yes. behind them that are just climbing. And every time I release an episode, it's like the views on all the episodes go up. Yeah. Because people are like, oh, what's this? You know what I mean? This is cool. So I haven't had a chance to fully step back and acknowledge what people are telling me, which is this is making noise. But 
if that's what everybody's telling me, I can't be any more grateful. And the only, I never want to go down in history as a sore loser or, or as, uh, as anybody that was sadiddy. Does that make sense? So anybody who gets inspired by this and says, damn, if he can do it, why can't I? I'm so willing to be there and give you advice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the only advice that I can give you is just be you. Be real. That's it. Be, don't go trying to sell a false image of you. You know, like, oh, I'm just so positive and I'm just so into People God. can see through the bullshit. No, like, people can see right fucking through it. All you have to do, what you see on the public affair, that's how I am when we go to fucking putters. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm a hundred. I backed that up, actually. Yeah, because yeah, we were there. <laughs> so I, I'm with you. Ziad, I had such a great conversation with you. And you know that even though we don't see each other a lot, I've always, when you told me that one thing at putters, like I said, it stuck with me. And I appreciate you and value you as a friend. And as a business tycoon and um, as a person, like just you're a really inspiring person. And I'm happy that we're a part of each other's lives. Shout out to Rico. It's pretty much because of him. And um, what's next for you? We would have met regardless. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> what's next for you, Ziad? I really don't know. I mean, I feel like it's no longer money. Uh, yeah. Not saying that I'm like, you know, I don't want to pray that successful thing. Yeah. I feel like you'll, you'll get it eventually, as I promise. Okay. Not saying that you're not there yet. I really don't know much no, 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 about yeah. your personal life, but like the first to do is money. Yeah. The second to do is like really writing that book. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I feel okay. like when my kids Google me, like what what does Ziad show up as? Yeah. You know, same thing with Andrew. Like, you know, uh, are you gonna have kids? Well, I'm Can gonna you? have kids, but I didn't, that's why I don't be posting no nudes, and that's why I don't send no nudes. No OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. But no OnlyFans for me. That, that's really yeah. it to me. Is like, yeah. what what are my kids gonna see when they Google me? Right. You know, ten years down the road or or, or whatever it is, it's, right. it's the book that I write. Okay. Uh, and most importantly, is I'm first generation immigrant. You right? Yeah. I always have this fear of like, you know, I'm working towards like we're new in America. I got to take care of my mom. Right. You know, my my dad's back in Lebanon. Okay. Um, but like. It's, it's owning land, developing here, building right. the next generation for me, my brother's family, like all of us. Yes. That's, that's it. That's, I, that's a future to me. I got you. That, you know what? I, I'm glad that you said that. And I always say that if I die tomorrow, God forbid, you know what I mean? I, I, um, the public affair is here. So whenever you want a memory of me, you can watch the public affair. That was fucking Andrew. That was Andrew G. You know what I mean? And so um, I, I hope many more years of success for you and Cedar Sphere so and whatever endeavors that you have. I really hope because you deserve it. You're a great guy. I don't care what nobody says. You're a great guy. I fuck with you. Um, you gave me, again, if you never knew it, you gave me the best advice that will stick to me for a lifetime. And that's to become obsessed with this and that my voice is infectious. I kind of like that when you said that. So um, thank you so much again, Ziad, for coming on to The Public Affair. Absolutely. I really appreciate you coming on. I had such a great conversation with you. I hope that a lot of people can become inspired by what you said and, you know, our conversation. Um, and I, I mean, I appreciate it. Oh, Sunday, I'm going to be expecting um, some barbecue invites, okay? Because I'm off Sundays and Mondays now for my full-time job. So what's up? Okay. You quit what? What? What happened? Full-time job? Oh, I had, a, I had another full-time job. And then I started a new full-time job. So my new full-time job, I'm off on Sundays and Mondays, is what I'm saying. Wait, so you have two full-time? That doesn't make no, sense. No, no, no. I quit my old full-time okay. job. <laughs> After 11 years. Clarify. And now I have a new. No I just, one I can never ever say, have two well, full-time jobs. Well, I never say the jobs because like, I just feel like, it, you know, they're, they're like very professional jobs. And I then agree. On the, you know the way here, I was, calling, I was talking to my lawyer. I was like, yeah. hey, can I, can I mention my clients? And they're yeah, like, you know what I mean? probably shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's just a conflict. Of, like people people will know because I work yeah, like with yeah, the public. But you know, I never like no shade 
I love my jobs. I just, you know, it's I just you best it's, to keep them separated. Dude, you're, you're like <laughs> prepared. <laughs> I got this. So, you know, um, I'm off on Sundays and Mondays now. So I'm going to, I miss you. I miss no, perhaps, Rico. Let's, let's do it. We, we, let's do it. The, the, he, Ricardo made me drive to the, uh, uh, to the what's it called the, the Mexican place the, oh, um, we buy oh, the ooh, ooh, the, we buy the, the meat. marinated meat the Michoacana Michoacana yeah, yeah. made me order it and I was like, no, I'm no I'm poquito a la verga Ooh. <laughs> oh, stop uh, it, Ziad. Pinche Andro. Uh, no, the first thing you said. <laughs> well, thank you. That's all they taught me. I got you. Thank you for coming. I appreciate you so much. You're going to be hanging on the post. Take, wow. take a shot before we leave. Okay, though. one more shot, but Jesus Christ, you know, I got to get up in the morning. Just a little bit. I got to wake up too, man. <laughs> I got to wake up at four in the morning and go work at Ahsoka Soccer four? Academy. What are they doing? We, we do high intensity training. That's what we do. Shout out and shot. To wake up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh god, I need to chase that. That's oh, disgusting. I'm out of water. Yeah, it's nasty now. Oh, give it to Steve the barber next door. <sighs> thank you for coming on to the public affair. Before we go, guys, um, again, thank you all so much for supporting this podcast. I want to give a shout out to a couple more of our sponsors. Um, of course, to Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez. He's located on Hewitt Drive. You can download the Cut app or call the number on the screen to book. He's also got Marcus Marcus Guerrero over there, Chris Reyes, and Santos Cordova over there, making you look all hot and sexy. Um, Sid is actually my personal barber. I wore my hat on this episode because it's raining outside, so my hair got completely ruined. I'm so pissed. So um, big shout-out to Elite Barbershop with my boy Sid Rodriguez. Um, thank you so much for sponsoring The Public Affair. Me and him have been in it since the beginning. I've always believed in his brand. He's always believed in my brand. We talked about it the other day. Uh, Sid, you're the best, man. I love you so much. Thank you so much for sponsoring The Public Affair. And, of course, the Soko Soccer Academy with my boy Dominic Gutierrez and Ariana Gutierrez. They're located on Franklin Drive. They offer team, small group, and individual skill training. They also offer open play on Friday nights. Um, they specialize in soccer training and they have fitness training with Dominic Gutierrez, Isaac, and London Carrillo. And I have to say, Dominic and Isaac are also public affair alumni. And that's why I look all fit and sexy and super cute. You know what I mean? So <laughs> make sure you guys hit up Soko Soccer Academy if you're looking into any soccer training or just fitness training. Um, again, thank you all again for sponsor, uh, for loving the public affair. <laughs> all my sponsors, of course, thank you guys too. Uh, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the public affair. We're almost at 600 subscribers already. So thank you guys so much. Well, as of the recording of this episode, we're almost at 600 subscribers. Um, over eight, yes, over 1,800 followers on Facebook. Thank you guys so much, and make sure you follow me um, on The Public Affair. Um, and again, thank you all again so much for loving this podcast, and don't forget, darling, to always keep it between us. <laughs> <laughs>